0: His Excellency Governor Martin Roper sends his condolences to former Governor Stuart Jack's family and friends after announcing his passing Monday night.
1: It was towards the end of Mr Jack's tenure as governor in 2009 that the present constitution came into effect. Governor Jack said that facilitating the modernised constitution was the highlight of his four years in the Cayman Islands. In informing us, Mr Jack's daughter said Mr Jack had developed a deep fondness for the Cayman Islands and the people of Cayman.
0: Governor Jack served from 2005 to 2009, and as we reported on Radio Cayman last night, Premier the Honorable Wayne Panton has also extended his condolences to the former governor and his family. A man is taken to the hospital with serious facial injuries after an assault outside the power supply bar at the Marquee Plaza in Georgetown this weekend. Police say they were dispatched to an Anthony Drive home just after 10.30 p.m. Sunday, where they learned the man had been assaulted by several others. He was treated by emergency services and then taken to the hospital. He has since been released. Anyone with information is asked to call the Georgetown Police Station at 949-4222 or make an anonymous tip on the RCIPS confidential tip line at 949 The business community gets an update this week from His Excellency Governor Martin Roper. Radio Command's Felicia Rankin has more from the Cayman Islands Chamber of Commerce annual general meeting.
2: The Governor's speech touches on a variety of aspects of the relationship between the Cayman Islands and the UK, and he says the relationship is in robust health, describing it as one of, if not, the strongest overseas territory-UK relationship. The Governor says Cayman is rightly proud of never having received UK budgetary support, but also mentioned that carefully targeted UK technical assistance can support prosperity and build capacity. This includes requests in the areas such as sustainable public transport systems, support for the agricultural sector, the extension of intellectual property treaties to Cayman and building closer ties to diplomats working in Brussels on EU issues. Since 2019, the UK has spent over £4.5 million in Cayman across a number of areas, which the governor describes as tangible evidence of the strength of the relationship that doesn't, by the way, include the UK provision. Of COVID vaccines for Radio Kman News. I'm Felicia Rankins-Allins.
0: Public Health releases some updated COVID-19 figures for the 20th of February, 45 cases of COVID and 63 cases on Monday the 21st. There are 1,527 estimated active cases of COVID-19 in the islands. 10 patients are currently hospitalized for COVID-related causes, and of these, one is partially vaccinated, eight are unvaccinated. The Sister Islands also noted four new cases since the last report, bringing the total number of cases there to 520. A main challenge is the shortage of qualified staff, compounded by illnesses, as well as quarantine and isolation requirements. Teachers felt as though working longer term without additional staffing could prove unsustainable. Leaders recognize there are periods when covering all classes is challenging staff report feeling exhausted. These are just a handful of reports of staffing concerns pulled from a recent series of thematic visits to local schools by the team at the Office of Education Standards as they look to evaluate how institutions have been faring in the midst of the pandemic. Radio Kmans Carsley Fuller speaks with Department of Education Services Director Mark Ray about how government is looking to address these issues.
2: What are you hearing from the schools in regards to staffing concerns?
1: staff have had a number of additional duties um, as a result of COVID. So they've really gone above and beyond in terms of making sure students stay safe and well, dealing with additional lateral flow tests that need to be distributed to students, keeping check on absences and reasons why they're absent. So teachers have really had a really challenging time during COVID.
2: How does the DES plan to assist schools in light of these OES reports?
1: Um, One of the things that we want to make sure that we can do is get the supply teachers in so that it can ease some of the burden of cover from those teachers. Some of the challenges that we faced in trying to do so is that, of course, those teachers were also subject to COVID illnesses and they had to isolate. So we were in a position where even the supply teachers that would provide cover for us were not available and it meant obviously that those teachers in schools that remained even when their colleagues were out sick had to pick up the slack. So it is a concern for us because we want to make sure that teachers have the ability to deliver their lessons but importantly take care of their own well-being because they need to be fit and well so that they can help others. We'll continue to to seek the supply provision, uh, we'll continue to see how we can ensure that Schools can get this provision as soon as possible, provided that we have people who are fit and available to go into schools.
2: So what can the community do along with government to help these educators?
1: Uh, Parents, when they recognize that their children may be having symptoms, please keep them at home. Where you have tests that you're supposed to take prior to coming into school, make sure that you do the test at home before the child comes because in some instances we've had children coming to school positive, we've had children coming to school then testing and being positive. So it takes additional time away from the instructional time that teachers have to make sure those children are isolated and they're safe and um, waiting until the parents can come to pick them up. So we just wanna rally around our teachers and support them as much as possible. We'll continue to think of ways that we can better support them um, to ensure that the time that they do have off, they can protect that and make sure that they can recuperate and rejuvenate and come back strong and well to to support education in our system.
0: The new schedule is out for parents who want their 5 to 11 year olds vaccinated against COVID-19. The childhood vaccination clinics are by appointment only and medical officer of health Dr. Samuel Williams Rodriguez tells Radio Cayman public health nurses will be administering the vaccines at dedicated clinics.
1: The vaccine for children pediatric presentation will be administered 12 weeks apart between the first and second dose. For those vulnerable children who already received the first dose with the adult COVID-19 vaccine, the second dose will be given at least eight weeks apart and they have been scheduled accordingly.
0: You can make an appointment by contacting the Public Health Clinic on Grand Cayman at 926-8152 or 244-7643 on the Sister Islands. For the full schedule, head to hsa.ky. It's time for the 12th annual National Drug and Alcohol Facts Month, hosted by the National Drug Council.
2: This campaign celebrates the inquisitive minds of teens by giving them a virtual space to shatter the myths by getting the facts about drugs and alcohol from the experts.
0: Minister for Health and Wellness, the Honorable Sabrina Turner, says the campaign will help local kids make positive and informed decisions.
2: I challenge all high school students to participate in the call to action opportunities, various competitions and challenges. So I invite you to visit the NDC's social media pages for all the details.
0: According to the latest Cayman Island Student Drug Survey done in 2020 with data from more than 3,400 local students, the most prevalent illicit drug reportedly used by children is marijuana. Over 16.8% of students in the survey had consumed alcohol during the 30 days prior to the survey. First use for all other illicit substances except marijuana ranged between 11.7 and 12.9 years of age. The newest product of the Cayman Arts Festival features Sarah Newman, Harriet Henley, Yoan Tamayo, and Antonio Sanchez in an exciting collaboration.
1: This is something new. Uh, it's a newly formed string quartet. We call it K-forte, with four music teachers that they come together. They focus on Baroque music, um, Handel, Albinoni, Corelli, Pachebell,
0: CAF's Marius Gyna tells Radio Cayman the event is taking place at the National Gallery's Outside Gardens at 7 p.m. on Thursday. For more information, email inquiries at caymanartsfestival.com or call 922-5550. That is your latest local news from Radio Cayman's newsroom. I'm April Cummings.